Are you tired of making decisions that don't reflect who you are or where you want to be? Life is busy and worry, stress, trying to keep up with the shoulds and need tos, and the constant pressure to please others just pulls you away from being you and doing you. Well, welcome to Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein, a coming home to yourself. As a psychotherapist, professional psychic, spiritual teacher, influential speaker, and adventurer, we'll have fun and practical conversations around how to know and listen to the soul part of yourself. During this live call-in show, Laura will engage the real you with card pulls, share guidance from the universe, and help you let go of the past so you can make choices that reflect your greater purpose to be who you were created to be. Grab your favorite cup of joe, come sit down with Laura, and let's start the journey. Coffee with the Universe starts now. Hello, everyone. This is Laura Goldstein, host of Coffee with the Universe, and I am flying solo today. It is my sixth Coffee with the Universe show episode. And up to this point, I've had conversations with other people, but in all transparency, this is my first radio show rodeo. So I'm experimenting and I'm going to just be here with me. Well, and the devil, because our our theme is around the inner devil. Um, So you got me today. And I really, before we, we jump in, I want to talk a little bit about what coffee with the universe represents because in having guests and, and doing a co-hosting situation, I haven't gotten an opportunity to talk about what this means and why coffee with the universe. So I'm going to take a moment here to share the method to the madness, and then we will bring in the da, 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 the devil, and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, archetype and tarot card and, and why it freaks people out and what that means to you and how the devil can actually help support you. Okay, so coffee with the universe. For me, when I think of having coffee, it's a very warm, fuzzy moment. And I enjoy my coffee in the morning. And to be honest, I drink half coffee, half herbal stuff. So it's not really real coffee. It's not about the drink. It can be tea. It can be anything. It's more about the process, the experience. And I enjoy having coffee in the mornings because I can be present with the stillness and the quiet surrounding, it's like the mind hasn't had an opportunity to start taking off and you know getting all involved in what you're doing and all caught up in the day's events. So before the mind gets going, it, there's a moment of quiet time that's great for reflection, for meditation. And when you use this morning still time to be present with yourself and to listen, it's amazing how you start to learn the universe, source spirit, or your higher self, because it's all the same, to, like, it starts talking to you and help pointing you in the right direction. So for me, Coffee with the Universe wasn't just like, oh, this sounds nice. 
Um, long story short, I, I hit kind of a breaking point in my life due to career dissatisfaction, trying to find my thing. I was constantly searching for my purpose. I happened to be good at these things, but I wasn't really fulfilled in my work in the world, and there's got to be something better. Um, and then I also wanted to leave a long-term relationship that actually wasn't a bad relationship. People thought I was crazy, but I was in search for something different, for greater intimacy in my romantic relationship. And it was a very difficult decision-making time for me because I had to do some, some things that were scary and make some big changes in my life. And in between all of this, I did a two-year work-related stint in a remote Yupik Eskimo village in Alaska. Um, that's, that's a whole long story. I'm actually writing a book about this so that people can, can read what that adventure and that experience was like. Um, but it was there that I I then did like a complete diet, emotional and spiritual overhaul. So I I knew that I needed to make a shift in my life. I knew that I was not connected with myself. And it really was this desperate attempt to hear myself think because I really wasn't sure what to do and how to do it. And, and it's scary. Sometimes when we make big changes in our life and we're in transition, it's hard because other people judge us. We worry about hurting other people. What are they going to, to think? So I started having coffee with the universe as a way to kind of quell this anxiety I was experiencing. It's almost like, a, you know, I'm surrendering to this and, and please help me because I'm struggling here. And from that, just taking that five minutes in the morning to have coffee and to meditate and to just hear myself, I started to get clearer about what direction I needed to go in. I started to get clear about what resources I needed and that it was okay, that I was going to be okay no matter what. So it started with coffee with the universe, and then it led into some meditation and then some um, inspirational reading and, and stuff like that. And pretty soon I had this whole morning routine that completely shifted how I showed up every day. I did put this in a small course. It's easy to, to digest like video course for people. It's called morning magic. So if you're kind of interested in shifting your mornings, maybe starting in a different way, having that conversation with the universe, feel free to check it out. Uh, you can find that at www.cwtu.net slash morning magic. That's cwtu.net slash morning magic. Uh, so if you're interested, get that there. All right. So that's kind of how this started. And when I decided I wanted to play with a radio show, because if you are a creative and entrepreneur, you recognize that sometimes these ventures are play. We experiment. We want to see what it feels like and if we enjoy it and what kind of doors it opens. So when I wanted to do a radio show, I knew that it needed really to be reflective of that 
morning ritual and routine that is so valuable to me that's non-negotiable but conversations with the universe opens the door to have those casual conversations about connecting to yourself and listening to that part of you that inner guidance that's not going to lead you astray so that's a little bit of, of why i started the show and what it means Okay, so let's get started talking about the devil. I'm, this is a reminder, uh, it's a live call-in show, just in case everybody forgot. Uh, you might be watching on the Transformation Talk Radio Facebook page, um, but I do want to remind you to please either type in your request in the chat, uh, give us a call. I would love to talk to you. Uh, we're doing some card pulls today. I'd love to give you a message. Uh, the call-in number is 1-800-930-2819. All right. Today's show is inspired by the Devil Tarot card. And I'm going to hold this up. Hopefully you can see it. I don't know. I have uh, my outline up here. Let me get... Okay, so this card, this tarot card, gets a bit of a bad rap. Um, it's kind of scary looking, I guess you could say. And what I usually do is before a show, I just ask, what is a message that my audience needs to hear this month? And whatever I, card I pull, that's kind of the theme that I choose to talk about. And when the devil showed up, I thought, huh, that's interesting because this is a card that does freak people out. And to be honest, I was like, well, if I talk about the devil, is that going to keep people from wanting to listen in? Because you're like, oh, that's kind of, you know, dark and it's really misunderstood. And even though this guy here in the Rider Waite deck is a little scary, depending on the deck, you might find a different version. So if you look at this guy, this is from the Light Seers Tarot. I know if you're listening, you can't see this, so sorry. But if you're watching on Facebook, I figured I would just hold these cards up for you. So if you're you're listening, sorry about that. But this guy from the Lightseers Tarot, he is the devil, but he almost looks like the sexy, seductive main character in a romance novel, like he should be plastered on the book cover. So depending on the deck, sometimes the devil card actually shows up as quite a cute-ish character if it's like an animal deck. So there is a variety. Um, so really, what, what does this devil represent? If we think about the, the devil and you look at this, the, the standard rider weight card, it's almost like there is this desperate desire to break free from these chains that you feel like are constraining you. And in the, the traditional tarot card, there are two figures, a man and a woman, and they have chains around their neck, but the chains aren't tight. They're actually very loose. It's like you could just slip it off. So when this card shows up, it's a, a message that, hey, you know what? We're actually constraining ourselves. We're holding ourselves back from doing something. And what is holding us back? Well, it could be um, some kind of temptation, because if you think about, oh, the devil made me do it, we have temptations. 
Uh, we have addictions in the form of typical drug addictions, but there's many different forms of addictions. You have shopping addictions and addictions to toxic relationships, addictions to junk food, addictions to Netflix, binge watching anyone. So addictions show up in a variety of ways. And in some way, shape or form, we all have an addiction, whether it's chocolate, wine, or Game of Thrones, there is an addiction. The devil can also represent um, secret desires. Like a lot of times we really want to do something, but we're like, oh my gosh, what would people think? That would be such a faux pas. I can't do that. I can't, you know, cancel at the last minute because that might be, you know, I might be seen as irresponsible and unreliable. So there's often these messages that the secret desires that we have, we actually can't express those. So the devil can represent those desires, that, that mischievous part of us that secretly wants something, but we don't want to, to admit it to anybody else. And then finally, the devil can also represent our repressed needs. And this is where um, we're talking like shadow side. If you're familiar with shadow work, it's basically looking at those needs that maybe we're suppressing and we aren't acknowledging that just keep stirring on the inside and creating these urges. Because if you think about addictions, there's always this urge, this urge to do different, act a certain way, show up in a different way, or make like a huge change in your life that, you know, looks crazy to everybody else. Okay, so how does the devil, our, our shadow side, show up for us? And what does it look like? I typically work with entrepreneurs and professionals that have hit a breaking point in their life. They're starting to question why they're doing what they're doing. Um, maybe it's COVID because like with COVID, we've experienced losses of uh, jobs, a shift in how we work in the world. Um, some people have gotten divorced and though you don't need COVID to get divorced, I mean, going through a divorce is a big transition, especially if it's like a two income household and now you have to support yourself. We hit a breaking point where something happens and we are transitioning to something different. So when the devil shows up, that shadow side, it looks like when we're in periods of transition or we're unhappy, it looks like doing those things that we think are crazy. Like for example, that temptation to just walk away from everything. Like I'm gonna quit my job, I'm gonna sell my house and I'm going to move to a foreign country. Now people do that and I kind of did that. I came home from Alaska and I quit my psychotherapy practice and I left my marriage and I moved out of the um, city that I was living in back to my, I mean, I did some crazy things all at once and I don't recommend that for everybody. I didn't have kids. I, you know, I didn't have to worry about certain things, but that shadow side was like, I am tempted to do this. And because I knew it would actually work for me, I did it. All right. So I don't really recommend that, but, um, 
there, there is that temptation sometimes. I mean, who hasn't said, oh my God, you know, I just want to walk away from the house, the kids, the responsibilities, and just, you know, flee and be by myself. This also might look like a risky behavior, maybe just quitting a job, even if you don't have something else lined up. Now, this could actually work out okay if you have savings it, it might be okay for you but sometimes it's not a good idea like if you're abandoning children and your financial responsibilities so sometimes that devil tempts us to engage in risky behaviors that could have some consequences not for ourselves um, but for others as well other things the devil likes to do is distract us with shopping, spiritual growth, that is an addiction, personal development can be very addictive, food, being busy. Well, if I just busy myself doing all kinds of things, then, um, you know, I, I won't be you know, tempted, or I won't have to think about why I'm unhappy. I won't have to acknowledge what's going on or what the real problem is. So the devil can give us things to distract ourselves that isn't really helpful. It's not solving the problem. It's just keeping us busy with things. And also it can maybe create a, a situation where we feel like we have to stay attached to unhealthy jobs, situations, or, or people just kind of like, you know, you have these chains around you and you are going to be stuck there, but you don't have to be stuck. And I mean, we're human beings. These things are going to happen to us. We're going to go through transitions. We're going to feel stuck and chained by our circumstances in some way. We're going to be tempted to want to walk away and, and leave everything these things happen and, and it's normal, but if we can acknowledge and recognize when these things happen and when the devil appears to us, it is a big wake up call like, hey, you know, your shadow side here is screaming at you and doing all of these things to distract you and give you a message. Are you paying attention? All right, so we're gonna take a short break. Um, after the break, we're gonna talk about your shadow side, friend or foe. I made it seem like it was a foe, but it could also be your friend. And how does your shadow side benefit from convincing you to stay stuck in your circumstances? We'll talk more after a short break. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Are you ready to find out who you really are? Are you ready to have fun and listen to the soul part of yourself? Indulge in a deeper meaning with Laura Goldstein, host of Coffee with the Universe. This show will awaken that true self hidden deep within you and will get you energized on who you were created to be. So go ahead, grab your cup of joe and experience Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into the Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative and earth-shattering way to live, work and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? then it's time to become Toxic Person Proof. Join Toxic Relationship Specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. Do you sometimes feel overwhelmed by your mind? Powerless when it seems to spin in worry circles or bombard you with self-critical thoughts? Do you want to learn how to master your mind and feel more in control of your life? Listen to Dr. Friedman's Empowerment Radio, shift from confusion to clarity, self-doubt to confidence, and from anxiety to peace and balance. Dr. Friedman and his many guest experts share the insights and tools you want to live with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in to Empowerment Radio every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. All right, welcome back. Just a reminder, it's a live call-in show, so let's pull a card, get a message for you from the dun, 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 the devil, um, maybe point out an area that you might be neglecting or you want to take a little harder look at where you might be feeling trapped. This isn't scary. We aren't talking about skeletons in the closet, people, okay? So if you're interested, you can post on the Facebook chat if you're watching live on Facebook, or give us a call 1-800-930-2819. All right, let's talk about the devil, the sh our shadow side, friend or foe. Now, I already talked about how the devil gets a bad rap, the stereotype of it being dark, evil, bad, we should suppress it. And there are many other shadow sides, I guess you could say. And we're really talking archetypes here. If you are familiar with Carl Jung, he was um, a, a psychotherapist who did a lot of work around archetypes. And we're talking about a long time ago, but he was kind of the pioneer of this kind of work. What role are you playing right now? And when you think about roles. We play a lot of positive roles. I mean, some of the standard ones, you know, wife, husband, 
uh, father, mother, whether it's like a job, you're an engineer, we, we tend to play a lot of roles, but there's also ones that we play that aren't very helpful, but are very much part of the human experience. So we're talking about things like um, the archetype of a vampire, that's a shadow side. And what does a vampire do? It sucks your blood, but in practical terms, it's someone who just sucks the energy out of you. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. You've met people before where it's like they're just sucking the life out of you and they're, they're draining your energy to fill a particular particular need. So their shadow side, this archetype that they're, they're playing right now is in need. And it's trying to fulfill that need through being an energy drain on other people. You also have the archetype role of a victim. And we have all been there. Poor me. I can't believe this happened to me. Look what so-and-so done. I was a great victim um, when I got divorced the first time. Yes, married three times. Three times is a charm. But the first time I got divorced, I was pretty young. And boy, did I play the victim. Look at what he did to me. Right? And we're, we're all there at some point because we may not have the resources and the tools to not be there. Okay, but that was my shadow side that um, was kind of screaming at me that, you know, there's something wrong here. I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling helpless and I need to be okay on the inside. I need to be okay being alone and you know, stand on my own two feet. So it, it was really just kind of screaming at me. Another archetype is that of an addict. And I kind of touched on this already. We're not talking necessarily about um, addict and in in, in just strictly drugs and alcohol. We're all addicted in some way, shape or form. Some people are even addicted to meditation. You would think it was, you know, it seems like, oh, meditation is a good thing, but yeah, not if you're using it because you're trying to escape life. Okay, so we have these shadow sides that show up when something isn't right and we're feeling constrained and we're trying to deal with it. And there is a positive twist on the devil as well. When you look at this card, it's not necessarily, you know, those chains again aren't binding us. It's just an illusion. It means that we might feel like we're stuck to this archetype. Our shadow side is taking over, but we have the ability, the choice, the power to just take those chains off. It might be uncomfortable and scary, but it's just an illusion. And this is just a message to us when that devil shows up in a reading. It's like, hey, watch out, heads up, there's something going on here. And it, it gives you that message that something isn't right. It's not like it wants to, you know, drag you down to the fiery pits with it and have you live there forever. No, it's just giving you a message that something is not being addressed. Okay, um, I do have a question from a Facebook viewer. Pilar would love to hear more about her financial situation, what action needs to be taken on my part to gain financial security. All right, Pilar, great, uh, good question. I will pull a card for you. Give me just a few minutes. Um, I'm gonna touch on a couple points and then I will pull some cards for you. 
All right, why do we stay stuck in unhealthy patterns? So this card may convince you that you need to, to stay here. You need to you know, be in these constraints. And if you think about it, the shadow side is really about those secret desires, but at the same time, it also wants you to be safe. A lot of those devilish things that we want to do, those misguided attempts to gain recognition or attention or, or fill a need or, or just want to, you know, flee, it's because there, there's some kind of need for safety. So it's a misguided sense of safety. So for example, let's say you're in a toxic work environment, um, but yet you choose to stay. It's like, you, you want to flee from it, but the pay is good. There's a financial benefit, but not if you're spending all your money on medical expenses because you're stressed out and your health is in the crapper. Not if they're forcing you to work overtime and you're like a slave driver and you're working overtime and you have to pay for extra childcare. You know, how much is lost time with family, loved ones, your health worth? So even though there's that sense of, oh my gosh, I, I really want to, you know, abscond from my responsibilities and quit my job. We choose to stay from that sense of, well, I know what it's like and it's safe because it's bringing in money. I'm um, saying with toxic relationships, people stay in toxic relationships because they, it's comfortable. I mean, they know it's dysfunctional, it, you know, might even be abusive, they get it, but it is super comfortable. They know what to expect. So they stay there. And even though they want to flee and maybe they're kind of like sneaking around behind, um, you know, their partner's back because it's not really a relationship anymore and they're involved in somebody else, you know, there's that temptation, that, that devil, that shadow side working, but we're staying in that relationship because of that need to be safe. Um, and then also when we get attention, sometimes we feel safe. It's like, oh, people are paying attention to me. Um, I feel acknowledged. I feel heard. So a lot of times we might engage in unhealthy patterns because it actually gives us attention. So it's that filling that need of the, the mischievous side, but it, it's, you know, we're gaining attention from it. All right. And we have like distractions too that typically show up. Um, what we really want may not be deemed acceptable and, and some things definitely aren't acceptable. For example, I don't advise walking naked down the street or punching your boss in the face because he or she is a bully. I mean, there's certain things that I don't advise because there's legal consequences attached. Um, but sometimes we stay where we actually could leave. Like for example, if you're in a family real estate business, but your passion is, you know, taking people on unique hiking excursions, but yet you don't want to tell your family because you feel like you're trapped. But then on the side, like on your free time, you're kind of doing what you want to do and you're making excuses and taking long weekends because you want to go hiking. It's kind of like that, that push and pull where you think, well, it's not acceptable for me to leave a family business because what would they think of me? You know, I'd be the black sheep of the family, but yet it's just an illusion. You aren't bound by those chains. Can it be scary? Yes. Um, can some people be temporarily hurt in the process? Yes. Not that you're intentionally doing it, but that's very possible. All right, so keep in mind that there's always 
like a, a method to to what's going on like why is my shadow side here is it trying to help me and i do believe always that our shadow side is i don't believe that any any part of us ever has any ill will so it's always trying to help us it's trying to give us a message and it's giving us an opportunity to say hey all right, I, I know I want to be safe, but what am I being called to do? What am I being tempted to do? And why am I not doing it? Is it really valid or am I just um, giving myself a bunch of excuses, etc.? Okay, so um, let's get to Pilar's question. Let me grab a deck here. I've been um, pulling out some of my Rider weight cards here. So we're going to use the Lightseer's Tarot. And um, again, the question is here more about financial situation. What action needs to be taken for financial security? All right, so this is gonna be a message from the devil, Pilar. So we'll see what the, the devil has to say for you. So don't mind uh, some shuffling noise here. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, we got the Ten of Swords. Um, this can be seen as a little bit of a heavy card. Uh, for those of you that um, can't picture the Ten of Swords, it's basically Rider Waite. Um, the, there's a picture of a character like with a bunch of swords in their back. So it's kind of like you're dead, dead. Um, but in the Lightseer's Tarot, and I'm going to hold this up because uh, Pilar, you are on Facebook. So I'm going to hold this up, see if you can see it. It's a little bit lighter. It's a woman walking away with a bunch of birds floating overhead. So it's not as deep and dark. And what this means, so there, there is something that you need to really walk away from. It's basically like the end of something. You know it. Um, you might be tempted to, like you might have already been tempted to leave, but there is something that you need to walk away from. So to gain financial security, you might have to let go of something that you feel is keeping you secure or you feel like you are somehow chained to or connected to. And it takes a lot of courage to do that. But this card is a symbol of, you know, that thing is dead. Um, you can either like beat the horse to death. You can, you know, sit there and just be but but there's there's nothing is going to happen you can't change it there's nothing that you can do about that situation but walk away and start something new so from a positive perspective it's an opportunity for you to do something new maybe it is following your passion so that you can be more financially secure whatever that is um take a good look unchain yourself whatever reason you feel like you have to stay with it really take a good hard look and see what else can I do to keep myself safe? Meanwhile, um, if it is walking away from a job, is there something that I can do to, do I have savings? Um, is there a, another temporary thing I can do to support myself? Whatever it is, 
um, make a plan because it is over. It's not serving you and you absolutely have to walk away. Sometimes we have to leave something that we think is kind of sort of good because sometimes it is kind of sort of good to even get to something better. Could not be good, but anyway, I hope that helps Pilar. Okay, uh, this is a good time for a break. So I'm gonna have uh, Benny give us a, a quick potty break here. Uh, when we come back, I'm gonna uh, pull some cards, some more cards, either for you, if you would like, please uh, put it in the Facebook chat or give us a call when at 100. 9302819 um, but i'm going to pull some cards to demo more how the devil can communicate with you how your shadow side can help support you in looking at what it is you need to release so that you can move forward i will see you after the break are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www. DivinelyDrivenResults.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to the show Heart Change Consciousness with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, changemakers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you ready to find out who you really are? Are you ready to have fun and listen to the soul part of yourself? Indulge in a deeper meaning with Laura Goldstein, host of Coffee with the Universe. This show will awaken that true self hidden deep within you and will get you energized on who you were created to be. So go ahead, grab your cup of joe and experience Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about maximum medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, 
visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. All right, welcome back. We're going to pull a few cards. I'm going to chat with a couple people that have written in on Facebook. And just a reminder, it's a live show. Give me a call, 800-930-2819. Or like some of the others are doing, use the Facebook chat. I'm going to pull a couple cards. I'd like to do some card examples uh, just to kind of get uh, this process flowing. If you have your own cards, you can certainly do this for yourself and talk a little bit more about how you can communicate with your shadow side. It's not just about the cards or some other things that you can do. So we will wrap that up before the end of the show. Okay, um, over to Facebook. Pilar said it could be grief from losing my husband six years ago. I am so sorry to hear. I'm sure that was a very difficult time for you, Pilar. And it could be grief. Yes, you do have to let grief go, especially if you're holding on in an unhealthy way. Um, maybe limiting yourself from meeting new people, whatever it is that that might be holding you back. But you talked about action to be taken on your part to gain financial security. Um, that's more of a doing thing. You're going to have to do things different. So what does maybe that grief have to do with your financial security? Are you relying solely on maybe death benefits and that's running out? Um, I don't know your situation, but make sure that while you're reflecting on this, yes, this is the end of a phase for you. It, it's done. It's over. You have to walk away from it. But how does that tie into your finances? So just do a little bit of work around that. Okay, Ellen says, are there blocks to my being motivated to learning new things? I'd like to buy an electric keyboard and learn to play or how to be responsible for my finances. Okay, well, let's see what, um, what message the devil has for you. But as I'm shuffling and just talking, I, I do think that there is a general fear of doing things new because what if we try something new and we fail at the beginning of the show i talked about how this is my very first radio show um i used to do a lot of public speaking and that went bye-bye with covid so i thought hey let me try this but let me tell you it's very scary as a matter of fact on the break just on the break i was like oh i get like all nervous talking to nobody it's so weird and I am doing something new. I am taking a risk. And there's always a fear, even if it is just buying an electric keyboard. I mean, there's an investment there. What if I suck at it and hate it? And now I have, you know, this keyboard and I paid money for it. Um, you know, being responsible for my finances, any responsibility when we are stepping up to the plate and having to be solely responsible on our own. Again, what if we fail? What if our financial venture doesn't work out whether it's a job or investments or whatnot so there's always fear but let's see what the devil says your shadow side talking to you okay oh we got the hermit reversed okay so the hermit 
Yeah, the hermit is basically spending time by yourself and doing a lot of self-reflection, um, kind of diving within. But when it's reversed, it's time to come out of your little shell. It's time to not necessarily be the hermit. And you basically have all of the reflection that you need. So you basically reflected on a lot what you would like to learn. Now it's time to stop reflecting and come out of your shell. So from the devil's perspective, there might be something that you feel like is restricting you from coming out of your shell. So when you ask what those blocks are, the answer lies in what do you feel is, is holding you back? Is it that fear of failure? Is it that maybe you were taught um, you know, you, you shouldn't try something new because you, you won't be successful. What are those, those chains? Well, actually, let's find out. Why don't we do that? Let's find out what are those chains? Um, but really, your shadow side is like, yeah, it, it's, it's time to come out of hiding. Time to come out of hiding. And what exactly are those chains for you? The seven of swords reversed. Oh, so this is an interesting card. It's kind of like, um, I'm trying to get away with something. Sometimes it could be about taking shortcuts, like, oh, I want to learn new things, but I don't necessarily want to invest the time in doing it. Uh, it could be like just critical thoughts that are sabotaging you. Um, so it's definitely around the, the thought area. Um, swords is very like mental thinking. Uh, maybe it's communication with yourself. It could be what people have communicated to you. But I wonder if there's some kind of like shortcut, like I wanna do these things, but I don't know that I wanna invest the time in it. So maybe too, you don't really want what you think you want. I don't know, do some exploration. I hope that helped, but it's definitely time to come out of your shell. No more being the hermit, just start doing. Okay, some other things you can do besides pulling cards. I, I'm a journaler, I love to journal. I know not everybody does. Some people are designed differently where journaling is like, oh, too many words. I'm never at a shortage of words. And sometimes you can just free journal. I, I will, I'll take like the card and I'll, I'll have my journal and I'll put the card in front of me and I will just ask, what do you need to tell me? And I will start free, free writing. And at first it's kind of like, I don't know what to write. I'm just writing words. This is so stupid. I'm not hearing anything. But if you open your mind up, all of a sudden words will start to flow. So you can just listen to what the devil is saying. And sometimes um, he or she or it, if depending on your card deck, will give you messages about, you know, you got a little bit of an addiction going on here and this is tripping you up. It will, you know, talk about things that you might need to be doing that you're suppressing. If you open yourself up, journaling is a great way to just communicate and receive that message. 
Um, another way, again, is, is pulling cards. I will, I'm gonna do a couple examples here. Some people can communicate just through meditating, like quieting their mind and just listening. They don't even need to write anything down. Now, if you are a more visual person, sometimes you can close your eyes and picture like the, the devil card, whatever's in it, sitting in front of you and they might be gesturing or giving you signals or something like that. So if you think about how you best communicate, that's probably the best way to receive information. Are you auditory? Can you um, here, are you maybe more kinesthetic or writing helps? Are you more visual? Maybe you can do a visualization process. But if you listen carefully, you will get some very valuable information. All right, let's do some cards here just to give you a little bit more guidance. Um, this first one is the Two of Pentacles. So I guess my question would for this would be always juggling, never focusing. Hey, if I'm constantly juggling, I feel like this is kind of like your shadow side distracting you because if I'm always juggling things, I never have to commit to something. So I feel like this has to do a lot with commitment around finances, around a career. Hey, I'm juggling multi multiple things. I'm walking dogs and washing cars and working in a restaurant and doing sales calls. And if I just juggle all these things, I never really have to make a commitment. The second one I got here, we got the King of Wands. And the King of Wands basically is saying to me that, are you trying to manipulate, to dominate, maybe be a little controlling? As the King of Wands, we wanna be in charge. Now this could go both ways. I'm only doing uprights here, but are you needing to be in charge of something where you're not or are you being overly domineering, manipulative? Sometimes when our shadow side is at work, and this is why I went to the manipulation piece first, when our shadow side is at work, it is trying to make us feel better okay on the inside. In order to do that, we need to manipulate. And there's often no better way to manipulate, if you think about it, than to play the victim oh, look at me because you're manipulating attention from other people. Oh, poor you, look what happened to you. You didn't deserve it. You're so lovely. You're so beautiful. You're so kind. How could this horrible thing happen to such a good person? We, we want to manipulate people into feeling sorry for us. And I know it sounds like, oh, you know, that's not me. But you know, we've all been there. You have to remember, this is part of, of the human experience. Hopefully we don't stay there long because we don't want to be a victim forever. But at some point you recognize that, hey, I'm kind of stuck in this archetype. My shadow side has taken over a bit and it's not really serving me and I need to get out of it. So this overly domineering control, that's kind of why I went to it. And this is different than just reading the cards. You're trying to put it in the perspective of 
what is that devil saying to me? Where is the addiction? Where is that temptation? What is that chain or bind that is making me feel like I'm stuck and that I might be feeding with a bunch of excuses, but I'm not really stuck. So you, when you're doing this, if you, if you really want to do the shadow work, you want to put it in, in context of that devil card. It's almost like you're pairing, pairing them together. Um, and then my last one here is the two of wands. We got a guy looking out in the distance, kind of looking at this um, little globe of the world. And to me, this is that escape. Someone who feels trapped and stuck by their circumstances and they just want to leave. They want to leave. They want to have a great adventure, go someplace new. And in this card, the way that the man is positioned, he's got a, um, a stave behind him, a wand behind him. It's almost like I can forget about what I'm leaving behind and I can just go someplace new. It's, it's like the grass is greener on the other side syndrome. And this is the, the devil tempting us here, that shadow side of just leave everything in the grass is greener. But guess what people, when you feel stuck and unfulfilled and unhappy, that's inside of you. So when you just try and dump it, to go someplace else, it's still inside you. So the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Sometimes it is, absolutely. But when you are really wanting to not feel so stuck and bound and trapped by things, just realize that if you don't, it, it's gonna follow you. So th the devil might tempt you to leave but it may not always be the best thing. And at the beginning, I talked about how um, I did leave my second marriage. Like I just left, you know, I, I left the marriage and I quit my job and I had to do a lot of soul searching on that because was I just fleeing and running to something else or was my mind made up? I was just scared, but I knew that I, I had to go and I was able to do that without really like significantly harming somebody else. You know, so you wanna just kind of make sure that whatever decision you're making is from a place of this is what's going on. These are gonna be the consequences. And yes, this is the, the path for me. All right, so we are just about out of time here. I, I want to wrap up. I want to just remind you that if you're into tarot and you pull the devil card, don't freak out. It's not a bad thing. Um, if you're not into tarot, that's okay. Our shadow sides are not bad. They're, they're a normal human experience. And we don't have to stay stuck in that place in that addiction temptation. By communicating with our shadow side, understanding what it needs, we can free ourselves and move on. I just want to remind you, if you're interested in that um, morning magic course to start your day out feeling connected and motivated and confident, check that out, www.cwtu.net slash morning magic, cwtu.net slash morning magic. Thank you so much for listening, tuning in, participating. 
uh, with me here today. I will see you next time on Coffee with the Universe here on Transformation Talk Radio every third Tuesday of the month at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye now. You've been listening to Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein. Thank you for taking a break and giving yourself this time in joining Laura for Coffee with the Universe. Knowing yourself and listening to your inner guidance are the first steps to creating more joy, fulfillment, abundance, and peace. Make sure to come back next time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to do more live card polls, share tips, and ideas to help you let go of things that are no longer working so that you can truly be yourself. If you'd like more information or to set up a being, doing, guidance session with Laura, please visit lauragoldstein.com. That's lauragoldstein.com. Don't forget next time, visit with Laura on transformationtalkradio.com.